0: Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. Even in a polarized world, there are certain things we can agree upon as things that we want. A cold glass of water on a warm day. A peaceful night's sleep. How about this? A more accessible and inclusive digital world. We want it. But how do we get there? Well, much like anything, there's a process. Let's learn more. And lean on the expertise of Denis Boudreau. Denis is the founder of Inclusive Communication. Hey, good morning, Denis. Great to chat with you once again.
1: Good morning. Absolutely. Happy to be here.
0: Denis, let's start here. An organization wants to make their offerings more inclusive. Maybe they assign one point person or a small team. What are the pitfalls of that strategy?
1: Well, a very big pitfall would be that if you assign one person to create accessible content for your entire team or organization, then a lot of other people are going to think that it's not their problem anymore or that they're not even accountable for anything. So the likelihood of someone sort of fighting against everybody else who have other priorities might become one of the really big challenges that that person would, would face. We, we see that all the time in organizations that are trying to create accessible digital spaces for their, their clients, their customers, their prospects. Um, so, yeah, so the biggest challenge is probably having to fight against inertia from everybody else who either doesn't really get why we're doing this or don't feel like it's their job because they were not appointed to that particular responsibility.
0: So there are better strategies. How does a company make the process smoother?
1: Well, one of the ways to do that, for sure, would be to make sure that everyone is on board with the fact that it is everybody's responsibility. If you, uh, regardless of the role that you play, you are going to have an impact on how accessible your content is gonna be ultimately. Let's say, for instance, you're thinking about people on your team who are content creators, If you are uh, tasked with creating that content, for instance, your responsibilities would be very different than, say, somebody else who's tasked with designing the assets that are going to be presented with that content. So one person might be really focused on, is our our content easily understandable by people? Are are the fonts legible? Um, Are the colors being uh, used being, being sufficiently contrasted? Like all those different things should never be the responsibility of one person, but rather the responsibility of a multiple multitude of people who work together towards a common outcome. Same thing is true if you're thinking about a developer, for instance, if someone has worked on creating copy and then someone else has worked on creating design assets for that stuff, at some point, someone will need to put everything together on your website, say. So the responsibilities of that person, again, will be very different than those who came before creating the assets themselves. Now someone has to put them together in an accessible format. So the way for an organization to really make sure that they are successful with creating accessible content is really that everyone on the team has a role to
0: play, and it really becomes a team effort towards more inclusion. So here's where my ignorance kicks in. And even though I'm ignorant on this, I do understand there's probably variables from company to company or project to project. But how many departments might actually get involved in a more cross-organizational approach?
1: Well, I'd say most uh, departments would get involved at some point or another. I mean, if we go back to what I was saying about the different roles, for instance, you know, people in marketing might have a particular perspective on how do we create more inclusive messaging, for instance, while everyone who works with the design uh, department might be more Conscious about you know the colors that we use, that sort of thing. So and and it's not only the people that are actually contributing to the content, it's also the people who empower those folks to be able to do their job successfully. So I'm thinking, you know, your leadership in your organization needs to be on board and needs to give you the space so that you can do these things. You have project managers that are going to be able to allow you or enable you to do this work by assigning you. The appropriate amount of time, or giving you the proper resources, so that you can be successful in doing those things. If you're going even further than that, I mean, in an organization that would be very conscious about wanting to create accessible content, again, I mean, it might be their legal team who have to become more familiar with you know the risks of not actually doing so. You might have people in procurement who are more concerned with you know finding the proper tools so that you know, the the software that we use internally, for instance, is also usable by our our employees who would have those disabilities and therefore create an environment where they would also be more uh, capable of doing their job uh, autonomously. So everyone has a role to play, as I was saying earlier.
0: Denis, I'm I'm someone who can struggle with delegation. People who work with me behind the scenes on this show would definitely attest to that because I'm always paranoid about something slipping through the cracks or wanting something done the way that I like it. If you take this approach that works across an organization, is there a possibility of something breaking down? Or if I can answer my own question, does that actually help better identify when the process does hit a roadblock?
1: Uh, it certainly could. Um, I mean, if if you, I mean, everything goes down, comes down to having a solid process, right? So uh, one of the ways to do that, for instance, is be, is being really clear as to what are the expectations in terms of the work that needs to be done. So if we go back to creating accessible content, let's say you want to put out a couple of, of, uh, of PDF documents, say, um, or, or HTML pages, web pages that speak to a particular topic. Um, Having everyone on your team being clear about what their responsibilities are, are and how those responsibilities sort of work with the other team members who also have the same responsibilities, that is a good way to make sure that you're not going to miss, uh, you know, the obvious uh, issues that, or, or, or 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 tasks that could become issues if they are not being handled, and and. You know, similarly, if you don't have that process, if what you're trying to do is say, "Okay, so we think we understand what this accessibility thing is about, let's just do this, this, and this, and then let's let's just send it out there or or publish it," then of course the likelihood of you hitting a roadblock and and some people you know complaining because and rightfully so complaining because they can't use that content or the content is dif- more difficult for them to use is higher, which triggers all these other things that we'd rather not hear about as an organization, such as complaints from other people, bad, rep, bad uh, you know,
0: uh, comments on social media, that sort of thing. Yeah, the bad comments on social media come. I definitely went after a major app uh, last week when their redesign absolutely was not workable for me at all. Uh, No need to rehash it because I mentioned them by name last week and I'm sure their lawyers ears are already perked up. So we'll leave it there. But Denis, I'm curious about this approach coming back to the cross department development approach. Would you say it's becoming more common?
1: I think so. I mean I mean like I've said probably 15 times on your show already, I'm, I'm quite the optimistic. so I like to think that things get better year after year. I mean there's so many people that work really that work really hard to make this world a more accessible place. So I like to think that you know overall we're gaining ground every year. So yeah, in that sense, I do believe that organizations are also getting smarter when it comes to approaching accessibility. I still meet organizations on a weekly basis who don't really know what this is about, even though it's been around for over 20 years now. Guidelines and and other uh, regulations have been around for a long time. But, But I see more and more organizations who are Maybe not completely maybe they haven't completely figured out what the process needs to be, but they understand that it's more than just assigning one person to that role as you've as you've mentioned at the beginning of our of our segment together. So I see less and less organizations who are just saying, hey you, you're now our accessibility champion. you are responsible for making sure that you know the other five hundred people in the company are doing what they're supposed to do. and instead that person becomes sometimes or oftentimes becomes a bit of a lead for a lot of other, uh, accessibility people that are also going to pay attention to that particular aspect, but in their own roles or or, or their own sets of responsibilities, mm. and then that person becomes more of a guide, a sh- uh, like a shepherd, if you will, and then they um, together they can they can have a lot more impact on the organization because it's not only one person saying we need to do this; it's leads in all those different departments, for instance, who are paying attention to accessibility and looking at their own team, which of course creates a multiplying effect in terms of uh, in terms of inclusion so this is something we see more and more it definitely has a great impact and then there are these other resources that are co- starting to come out out there uh, especially when it comes to to you know the, the development life cycle so any anybody who's involved in you know creating designing developing implementing quality testing content before it goes online for instance we see more and more of those resources out there that are helping people understand where they need to begin or what their role actually is. So, uh, so it's it's um, it's encouraging in that way for sure. Um, to see that a lot of organizations that come to me, that come to my clients, are uh, are typically, you know, a little bit more aware now and, and understand that there's going to be more to this than just saying we're going to spend the next two weeks or or, or two months uh, working on making this accessible and we won't have to think about it ever again. People are starting to understand that just like security or privacy or other important aspects like this, accessibility needs to be something that we take seriously and that we nurture over the course of our life cycles,
0: however long they may be. Denis, we're always a little bit smarter after we get your perspective on these issues. Thank you for making time for us as always. Thank you very much. Have a good day. That's Denis Boudreau, the founder of Inclusive Communication. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day, at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Ramiya Amodhan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.